Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. on so many levels all right everyone what day is it september 15th 2021 tony tyler back again the malcolm go podcast you never uh, thought you'd hear these sweet voices <laughs> again did you we're back baby yes joining us again all the way from down south cousin kp i'm so white women at back the the best podcast. Hey, where are the white women at? Sixth and third best looking on this group of men. I'm yeah. just happy to be here. We're excited to have you. Um, it's a lot. I mean, a lot to dive into. I mean, since we've we've uh, last left, I checked today. Uh, we last podcast was mid November last year. I had to shut it down because my wife was about to have our third kid. That did happen. Happened on my birthday. Bless my heart. December the fourth which is my birthday, and now my baby girl's birthday. She is upstairs currently crying. My wife is out with her squad watching Real Housewives. Uh, oh, you're in charge of the whole fam here? I, that's it. There's only three. Of, there's, the, it's a four of us right here. My middle daughter's sick. Uh, she was throwing up everywhere. My son's upstairs playing Mario. He's up way too late, as per usual. And uh, Have you gotten a vasectomy yet? I have gotten a vasectomy. Thanks for asking. That, <laughs> did, did that happen? I think that happened after... 
Yes. So that did happen after our last podcast. That's something that happened. I've had a vasectomy. Um, I, I did like your parenting, right? When you put to, uh, Son- Sonny upstairs, you just said, hey, listen, you can do whatever you want. Just be good. <laughs> he's, <laughs> Literally anything. He's six. He can basically do anything. Yeah. Now. He's like, you he's, know. Yeah, he's already broken you. Yeah. In the South, that's a man. He's- he, is, he is. I would give him a chainsaw right now. So anyway, so what's happened to me since then? So I had to shut it down. There was just way too much shit going on. Obviously, we were in the midst of a, a um, pandemic. I had um, two little kids at home doing online school. My wife was homicidal. I was going to work um, every single day, and I had to shut it down. Plus, the Patriots stunk, so that didn't help either. To, didn't, it didn't bring me much energy week to week to be like, Cam can't throw. Cam can't throw. Uh, all right. Or run. We could just dive into it. Yeah. I wasn't all that upset with Cam starting the season. I wasn't You're either. Wrong. I want did I wasn't angry about it. Well, we there's so much before we die. Yeah, I mean, we can start with Cam. I mean, Cam. We have to. Yeah, let's start with Cam. I mean, I had nothing prepared. Let's face it. So anyway, it was like I, you know, I liked him. He was fine. He was. He looks like a football player. He looks like a guy you want on on your football team. He just the team liked him. Yeah, of course you liked him. He's a he's an eight an a- aces guy. I'm sure hanging out. Anybody that looks like that in a long sleeve t shirt, I like. Yeah. Immediately, I, I yeah. blocked him. He's For more than just he football was, reasons, he was standing next to Mac Jones during a preseason game. I was like, this guy—they're both quarterbacks. And somebody posted a like a meme. I'm sure it went around everywhere. It was like the picture of Cam Newton shirtless, screaming with his six pack <laughs> bulging, and uh, they were like. And there was a picture next to Fat Mac Jones. They're like, one of these guys is a starting quarterback in the NFL, and the other one is unemployed. It's insane. <laughs> and I also thought the team is, you know, is good enough where, you know, you start Cam. Like, who's going to help? Necessarily think I think they could have easily won that game with Cam because they should have won that game. They should have won that game, no, but it wasn't no matter the quarterback's who's quarterback. Issue. Yeah, so it's like I was. That's why I wasn't really going to be mad about Cam. I would have been mad. My whole I. I really thought Cam was just going to play, like, just well enough to, like, make it difficult to yank him. That was my thoughts going into yeah. the season. Like, and then you see Mac, you're like, wow, he really is just a thousand times yeah, better. Yeah, he's a thousand like, times thank better. thank God. He literally SEC, looks. It's all about the SEC. The man played in the SEC. He's a Southern guy. He's just means more down there. Just means more. He's had a DUI or two. He's hardened. He's been in the in the drunk tank at least once. The guy's ready. Cam Newton has an I love a DUI. There. Anybody, I, if you haven't had a DUI, I, I don't know what, what you've been doing with your life. <laughs> That's just a fact. And Cam that comes, vegan. They no hand those vegan. out in Jacksonville. You must. It must be really. It must be hard to get a DUI in Jacksonville. I would assume it's. That's normal. That's normal driving around. Uh, yeah. Well, you, strong indicators when your shotgun's out the driver's side window. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mind just doing? Just put that away. You'd be fine. But. And I don't. Know, and then they fucking they tortured poor Cam for his hit, being anti-vax or not getting a vaccine, which, um, whatever. He had he had COVID less than a year ago, and they're still treating him like he's not a lot immune to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's very difficult to get COVID. Twice again. Anybody that looks like that is immune to many things. Yeah, all he, things. Also, yeah, none of these like players are getting sick. No, <laughs> and they're all getting COVID except for one guy from the Bills who was like six hundred pounds. He's like, I didn't couldn't breathe. I was ready to yeah. die, but I he guess, was a lineman. Couldn't breathe anyway. They did yeah, say exactly. Tatum was a little fucked up. He said he was, but you really don't hear. I much. think they say a lot about their brains. Like I don't know. That's what Cam said. He was like in a fog for a while. I had COVID. Another thing that happened since we've last spoken, I had COVID in March, 
was on death's door. Oh, and did. let's face it, I'm not the fittest of men. <laughs> but anyway. The Wakantis aren't built for many diseases. No, I can't. I, <laughs> there's something to be said about me and my family, whereas I have, you know, I have a decent immune system. I rarely get sick. But when I do get sick, say, every six or seven years, it's – it's it's bordering on uh, putting me in a casket every single time. Yeah. And I don't know if that's partly me just being a pussy because I'm not used to being sick. But For sure. It, yeah, so when I was in, like, fourth grade, I got the flu really bad. Two weeks I was out of school, and I, I couldn't walk. I don't know. I, maybe I'm just a baby, and my mom had to, like, carry me around. But COVID knocked me out a solid 13 days, 105-degree temperature, couldn't move. Um, and I was ready to go to the hospital on a Friday. The Saturday was my son's sixth birthday, and then Sunday was Easter. And I was like, I just gotta, I just gotta get it through one night. And I stayed up on Friday night. I thought I was gonna fall asleep, and I was watching documentary after documentary. And uh, all of a sudden, like at fucking, this is like the thirteenth day of being sick. And uh, I just, you know, it was like twelve o'clock, and all of a sudden, I just like, I felt my fever like break. And I've never felt that feeling before. I mean, and I was like, "Am I better?" And then the next day, I was a little bit better. On this my son's sounds birthday. a lot like you know the story of Jesus. It is <laughs> Good Friday. All of, a, all of a sudden, I can walk on my tub yeah. water and my you, urine. Everyone thought you were dead. You pushed that rock aside, and then here Sunday, I am. You were Sunday the on eat. That's that's funny. You say that. it was Good Friday, <laughs> and you wow. blessed the family with food on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's, this it's guy, shot and you thought he was a podcast host. I didn't even think about that. Could be our warden savior. Yeah. So what happened? What happened to you, Ty? Since we last spoke, anything good? I get nothing. I, I'm. I'm you're, well, you're a homeowner now. Uh, soon to be. Soon to be. Well, it's not in. It's not. It's uh. It's not 100. percent I haven't moved in yet. I haven't. Co- I haven't passed papers. Yeah, you, you they accepted your offer. Yeah, I don't know how much that means. Eh, we'll see. I'm we'll see once they run that biz- credit report. Oh yeah, that's what really hurts. Oh, <laughs> do you think mortgage companies listen to podcasts? No, I doubt it. Because uh, not my mine whole, anyway. Nobody listens to this one. My entire application was a fraud. No. Just, <laughs> 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 but what's your annual income? Nah, give or take seventy, seventy-five to two fifty around there. I thought you. I was. I thought I was just telling. This is what I tell strangers. I make. I didn't know you want the real number. <laughs> I tell my friends that I'm jealous of yeah. that I make this amount. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. I mean, so we know that since then, Tom Brady took his fucking, he, he dragged Bruce Arians' red fat ass to a Super Bowl victory. I mean, that, that was. Nothing. That was the most unbelievable, unbelievable run of all time. I don't care who's on this team. I don't care how much talent's on that team. Bruce Arians is a bum and did, didn't call one play. There's no oh. way that guy called me. Play. Where's that crazy mic pack on his chest? Like, he's like, it literally looks like he's an AM DJ. I don't know what he does with it. It looks like, like almost like a like an or maybe like nineteen eighties um, one of those keyboards you would put on your chest. That's what it looks like. Bruce Arian says on his chest. He's got the red cheeks like the drunk uncle, you know. Yeah, and he just lo- looks like he doesn't know what's going on. I swear to God, there's like QAnon. You know how QAnon people like think everyone's <laughs> they think everyone's a stand-in. I think Bruce Arians and and Byron Leftwich are stand-ins. They're not really them. They're snake people. They're lizard men that wear buccaneers. Uh, you know, windbreakers. It doesn't make it, any sense. Well, Tom like, it Brady just doesn't does. make any sense. He, there was a, a play in the first game where, like, uh, whatever. It, it, it's, it's, it's beyond fact at this point. Like, halfway through the year when they were playing the Chiefs, they were getting blown out, right, in the game. And then fucking, I think Tom Brady shut off his headphones because he literally, <laughs> they just turned to the Patriots offense right then and there. He's like, that, fuck this. 
I'm dumping off to running backs. I'm going to throw it long when I want to. I'm going to pick my spots and just have these dominant receivers and tight ends and do whatever I want. You guys aren't calling shit anymore from here on out. And they were like, oh, my God. I've, Tony Romo even said it during the game. He's like, Tom Brady just changed the offense. This is different <laughs> now. And it's never gone back to that. He just does whatever he wants. And in this last game, Byron Leftwich called a play. And he just looked at him like disgusted. Like, it, yeah. yeah, Tom looked at him like, you're, we're not doing that. Just stop talking to me through my headphones. You're literally like, like just white noise at this point. It, it does raise the question, if Jameis just stopped doing what Arian said, how many Super Bowls would that I mean, guy have? I don't know. He beat the Packers by 40 on Sunday. Unlimited. Unlim- he would have unlimited Super Bowls. He also, 38. What do you have? They won 38 to 3 or something against Green I mean, Bay. And Aaron Rodgers looks like a pissed off 60 year old housewife. That yeah, guy. But not even that. The Saints played in Florida, not even home, in some random place. They have no idea. Their whole entire, like, their practice field, their stadium was torn up by another uh, hurricane. They moved, like, a week ago to some random place in Florida and just beat the Green Bay Packers, who were in the NFC Championship last year, by, like, 40. How many. MVPs, how many quarterbacks that he's the better than is he just gonna keep outliving? Like I don't know. He's on to like the third generation of quarterbacks he's beating. Like you know what I mean? He was beating in like two thousand one okay, him and Peyton Manning were like a year apart, right? But oh, he was beating Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner MVP. obviously was there. I think Aikman was still playing. It was Aikman. Aikman was still there. I might be wrong. Aikman might have had another year or two left in him. And then Bledsoe went down there, right? Right. Okay. So, I mean, you're talking about a guy that won in the 90s. I mean, Joe, Joe, I mean, which is Testa Verde was on the Browns in the early 90s. Uh, He was good, obviously. Uh, Kerry Collins. Who else was good in the 90s that was still playing? Uh, Brunel. He was he was punking all these dudes. Brunel got he probably might be Rich up there Gannon. for getting it the worst because yeah. they used to just whack. Steve Young was yeah. Steve Young still playing? No way. There's no way. I don't know. Steve Young. He won the Super Bowl with and against the Chargers in like '97. I want to say maybe maybe '97 something like that or '95. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't playing anymore. But it must have been '95. I know Jim Kelly was gone. Marino was gone like a year before both of those guys. So Marino and Elway went out in like 99. I think Aikman hung around another year or two. Um, he played with Peyton the whole time, and he's still playing. He, he played, played with, against Peyton. Years. If Tom Brady didn't exist, Peyton Manning would have 11 Super Bowls right now. No, it wouldn't even 11. Be <laughs> there was no – nobody could beat him. It's just insane to think about. They would just run the score up on people and then either choke against the Patriots most of the time or a a game before they played the Patriots because they were scared. The man's 44. I saw a video. This is is no bullshit. A video of him talking in high school before the MLB draft because he's such a fucking athlete. And he looks better now than he did then physically. He's in better. He was way more mature. He's way more mature in that picture than I, I mean, that video than I am now. They were asking me, they were like, what are you good at in sports? He's like, well, my arm's pretty good. I'm a pretty good thrower of the ball. I'm pretty accurate. You know, I would have been over there fucking slurring my speech, not looking (laughs) anybody in the eye. Are you kidding me, dude? No (laughs) one can fucking stop this. What am I good at? I would have been been talking to him like the fucking rock in 97. You don't know. Just screaming at him, trying to be a character like I do all the time. I I don't know how a person is like that. That's probably why he's a success at everything he does. But yeah, so he he dragged fucking 
Arians bum ass. The the defense was like the worst defense in the league the year before. All of a sudden they're great. They're great. He's yeah, fucking they're so he, good. The one thing I like is that he's just taking bum coaches that he fucking destroyed. Like coaches and players. What's his face? Byron Leftwich was drafted, played his whole career, retired, became a coach long enough to become a coordinator, and then is now Tom Brady's coordinator, all within the the span of Tom Brady continuing to play. All Tom Brady did when he left the Patriots, look at him out, said, ask Giselle, where do you want to live? She said, Tampa. He said, fuck it, let's go. Then he called Gronk. Gronk was, he was like, Gronk, come down here. You can play with me. And then he, Gronk, of course, was awesome in the Super Bowl, which I didn't enjoy. That, really, that did hurt me. And now he just seems to be getting better. He had two more touchdowns the other day, which is 100 on his career from Brady, which is insane. Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison had 114, which is the record. I don't see how they can't break the record now. I mean, they might not do it this year. I mean, I don't think he's going to score 14 touchdowns this year, but, uh, I mean. I don't know. If they he play an- another year together, definitely you're going to. Um, Mac Jones, I need to talk, I need to talk about oh, Mac Yeah, Jones of course. We got the Patriots draft class. So, first of all, they, they're fucking free agents, that they went on a free agent spree. So we sat there, and every single year, you know, maybe maybe once every five years, Be- Belichick will give you what you want. Like, ah, oh, shit, you know, or maybe not even what you want. I mean, a few years ago, we were like, ah, oh, we got a number one corner. We're great. We don't need a corner. And then he goes out and signs the richest cornerback deal on the market and gets Gilmore. For 10 years before that, he does, uh, we needed a, you know, we had a decent defense. He went out and got Roosevelt Colvin, top yep. of the market. Julius um, Thomas. Dale Thomas, which was a failure, but turned out to be a bust. But he yeah. was a monster. He was a huge for the came. Ravens, which is very much like the Matt Judon, but he seems to be fitting in perfectly. Oh, Matt Judon, bro. Oh, Matt Judon is going to be a legend, an absolute Patriot legend. The hit he put on Tua, which didn't count, well, it counted, but it was didn't wasn't a sack, was one of the most violent legal hits I've ever seen on an NFL football field. It was so violent that I thought it was illegal, and it was the most illegal hit. You always hear about these guys coming out of camp. They're like, oh, this guy looks amazing in camp. He looks amazing in camp. And then you see him, and they're just like the same. Uche is like a new human. Yeah, I don't know. He's he. They call it, is this, is, this is his second year, right? They call it a second-year leap. I mean, everyone last year was like, Uche is a freak. He's a freak. Peter King oh. like said he was going to be the rookie of the year on defense. Didn't play a ton. I think he got hurt a little bit. And then now I was watching him. I, he was against the backup tackle, but he it might as well have been me playing left tackle it, on one play. He was still 300 pounds. Yeah. He just he ran over him. I'd never seen someone go backwards that hard. No, fast. That, that was, fast. Yeah. I, like being hit by a Mack truck. That's as, as hard as I've seen a man fall backwards that fast. If you were standing in fr- on fucking Route 1 south and got hit by a CVS truck, that's what you would look like. <laughs> I just... I mean, him on the, the Patriots hit hard. Yeah, we Let's need that. Bearmore, Bearmore, also an abs. That guy is another grown grizzly bear. Tied. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big. He's uh, he's like six six. I mean, we can talk about. I mean, there. The, let's go with the free agents first. So you got Judon. Jonu Smith, who I thought was the target from number one, like every he, Belichick would talk of Jonu. Jonu's a stud. Jonu's a stud. I'm like, who who is this guy? And I had no, I don't watch the Titans ever, so I didn't know who the fuck he was. So I had to Google him, and I was like, all right, kind of reminds me of a, a, a Hernandez type with less murder and less uh, <laughs> less shower sex, whatever he does. And then um, he's well, a better receiver. That for sure. Yeah, that's not true. That's true too. Uh, he did not have a gay lover. Well, you don't know that again. 
not, not, that that, we don't know. not that anything's wrong with it. Uh, so I was, I thought he was going to be the guy, and uh, John, who looks like a stud. No, Hold on, I want to play the sound real quick. For some reason, nothing plays immediately. No, white girl can fall for him. <laughs> That's my favorite one. You can see a white girl can fall for him. There we go. That made it. There we go. Um, so anyway, so you got John, and I'm thinking, all right, we got it. We got a tight end. We got a tight end. Finally, I can play. And then two days later, the next day, he, they, he goes out and signs Hunter Henry anyway. University of Arkansas oh. from from. He's a hog. He's a hog. Right here in Little Rock. Hell yeah, he's a hog. Isn't his his brother is a current tight end, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a brother, and his other brother just won national defensive player of the week for the University of Arkansas, who whooped Texas's ass. And he's going to be a future Patriot as well. That's are we ranked? Another. Are we ranked right now? The Hogs. We're ranked number eighteen on ESPN, number twenty in the AP. Oh my God! What what did what did Texas? Texas is always overrated. And I texted you this the other day. I said Texas every single year. They're in the top 15, and they lose three games immediately. I couldn't care. I have watched two 10-loss seasons in three years. I sat there and watched Arkansas lose to San Jose State at home. We deserve to be ranked. We deserve it. The fans deserve it. This whole state, if they beat Texas A&M in two weeks, the state will blow up. But anyways. I didn't know when was the last time Arkansas was ranked? I mean, they were ranked 20, a couple years ago. It would have been 2015. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't ranked that long ago. Six years ago. I mean, the, I mean – Cuse was ranked more recently than that. Cuse yeah. got into the snuck into the top ten like three years ago. Recently, was, just lost to Rutgers. That was a fluke. Anyways, no, it was, was a great year Hunter for Henry, us. Hunter Henry looked good this week too for a man that has been uh, been hurt. Yep. I, I mean, they just really went out and just took whatever they want. I really like Jalen Mills. He's I don't think he's an outside corner, but I think he's a perfect Patriot. The he he'll, is. He'll run around the field, play safety. Uh, Nickel has green hair. And Actually, I mean, I loved the the Bourne signing. Didn't know a lot about him. I wanted them to get Curtis Samuel um, as their one receiver they get. And then they get Bourne, and I looked him up, and he's kind of, he's very Patriot-esque. And then they signed Aguilar, which was the only one that was kind of head-scratching to me. I was like, this guy will never make it. He's never going to be good They here. gave him a lot of money. Get, well, yeah, that was a lot of the thing. Was that, like, didn't they give him like $7 million a year or something yep. like that? He, he was the highest paid. Yeah, and and they were like they could have had other guys cheaper, but they wanted Aguilar, and I was like, all right. And then all through training camp, he's just dropping balls. Well, everyone was. It was like I, every single day was this guy dropped it, this guy dropped it, more drops than I've ever heard. And then in game one, Aguilar's the best player on the field. I'm like, all right, this guy gets it immediately. It's I love it. Um, the second best player on the field, besides my boy Mac. One uh, more, and the big boy, right tackle. Wait, can we? Tell oh, and then we got Trent back. And Van Noy back. Yeah. yeah. Everyone came back. You need to tell everyone about the dumbass bet you made me. That I will tell dark. you about the dumbass bet. Well, because it, it brought me back into the – all right. So whatever year, whatever it was, it was like early August or j- July. Uh, and Kale a month Harry, after Nikhil Harry said he didn't want to play for the Patriots anymore. Yeah, and I went and I fucking – I had a little uh, a hissy fit. I whined a little bit and I – I, I I added him on Twitter a few times. He was wearing like Patriots shorts. I was like, take those off. You don't deserve to wear the logo. I got after him a little bit, and then uh, you know, me and KP, we were we were we were like telling him how you know we were talking to each other. He's like, he sucks anyway. Fuck him. I was I was in because I can't give up on a guy two years into his career, especially if they're the number one pick. I'm still defending Sony Michelle, who they traded. This is a I Sony Michelle podcast. Uh, this, I mean, I thought we were going to start with Sony. I don't know a, why we didn't. This is a very this is very much a pro-Sony podcast. Because I mean, we're hurt. I think there's a little bit of it, like if you 
watched the game. If Sony split carries with Harris, Harris would have had doesn't tire the same amount of yards. He just would have had more of them in the fourth quarter. Doesn't tire. Doesn't fumble at the JJ, end. I think JJ Taylor being inactive was poor. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. I don't. I didn't understand that one. Well, how many running backs can they add? Like, I mean, well, they had Bold in there because he's special teams. Wait. Ramondre carries the ball like it's covered in butter. Anyways, tell your bet that you're because you're I'm going to. So whatever. He gets into it, and I get pissed off. And then, you know, a month goes by. I'm like, that's weird. Like, because Belichick's not going to be bossed around, right? He's not going to have some fucking agent I've never heard of. It wasn't even like it was Rosenhaus. But first of all, when's the last time you saw someone ask for a trade? Randy Moss? Is he the only one? Like, I can't even, I don't even know if he did it. I think he just whined about money. No, and I think he stopped running the routes, and they're like, "All right, yeah." Know. He was like, "Gave up." He basically. didn't go across the middle for like a solid fourteen games. <laughs> was, in 2010, he was like, "I'm done." Like, I'm yeah. getting paid like three million dollars. He, he ran three routes. He ran like <laughs> to a, be the best receiver of all time. Yeah, I'm getting. You're giving me two million dollars. Yeah, he, he ran was, a fade. He ran a sideline. Then he ran like a twenty yard in. Yeah, he stopped. I think they made him an active a game. Awesome. He got like he played some team, and he was like. Shut out completely, like yeah. by a guy that was no like an average corner at the time. And I was like, "This is this is terrible." And then they traded him like a week later. He like whined. He said he wasn't going to answer any questions, and he'd just give the he's going to answer his own questions. And then he, they traded him that night. And um, <laughs> so that was the last time I really remember somebody saying something like that. And then this guy hasn't done anything in the league. Well, you get those guys like uh, like that idiot Cassius Marsh. Yeah, he's a bum, but that he didn't ask for a trade. He was just shitty. Yeah, he just he sucked. Got, yeah, he sucked, right? So, Nikhil Harry was drafted in the first round two years ago. You know, got hurt his first year. Brady wouldn't throw to him. Hold on. What second? What do you want? Be quiet, though. You don't that's get this boy. on every podcast. No, nah, every pod, not every podcast has a six-year-old that's up at nine thirty. Absolutely not. No, so he's gonna whatever. He's gonna play as Mario and he's gonna enjoy himself. So um, we were, yeah. So now I lost my train of thought. That fucks me all up. Who's been traded? So anyway, yeah, we're talking about Nikhil Harry. Go fuck your mother. The man that can't catch or get open. Yeah, so he couldn't get open, couldn't catch, and then in training camp, they say he's the best player on the field, tearing it up, making unbelievable catches, looks quicker off the line, he's beating people, and I want to quit him, and I'm dragged back in, it, and I watch it, and then I'm watching all the the pick, you know, the videos that the media puts out. And he's getting open. He's beating our corners, not Gilmore. He's beating our corners, Jackson and all these guys, for outs, for touchdowns. Mac Jones. The thing about it was Mac Jones had, you know, vibed with him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Cam who would throw it into his cleats. Like, it was fucking (laughs) – Mac Jones was hitting him in the chest for touchdowns. And I was like, all right, I'm back in. I'm fucking back in. And then – so I bet KP. I said, you know what, KP? I bet he's going to have a touchdown – you know, I said he's going to have eight touchdowns this year. Eight? And, yeah, but that wasn't the bet. And then, so... I would have jumped on that bet. Yeah, but I said ball. he's going to have eight touchdowns, and you said he won't have a touchdown for the first three weeks. I said, I guarantee you he'll have a touchdown the first three weeks. <laughs> and then, so that was the bet. So he, he said, all right, if he has a touchdown the first three weeks, which we had to amend to his first three games, I got to buy... He's going to buy me a jersey, and I got to buy him a Mac Jones jersey if he doesn't. Which he's going to, because when he comes back, he already posted an Instagram today in his uni. He's ready to go. 
His uh, first three games or the first three weeks? No, his first three games. His, his first three games. Yeah. So that oh, we, I think he's going to have a touchdown. He can't be healthy. He, he can't be healthy. He's, he's a touchdown it was a, I mean, look, he looked oh, he looked good in preseason, not as explosive as in training camp. But then he did that stupid fucking dive. Because I, I think he's got a little bit of that, like, Chris Carter in him where he has to, like, make every fucking uh, catch look like it's a fucking act of God, you know what I mean? Like, or like, what's his name? Brandon Lloyd used to do the same shit. Like, dive when you don't have to dive and all that nonsense. I do... This, this is kind of a sidebar, but in a few of those videos, Joe Quan, he was getting beat... He was beating Joe Quan Williams. I don't think Joe Quan Williams has covered anyone his entire career. Yeah, I'm concerned. I think that he... Nobody... It's, it's rarely brought up, but he was drafted in the second round early. And I, he stinks. He's not good. And out loud, and why a, was he, he? Today he was like the main guy for media availability before, before uh, Mac Jones. That's just really irritating. I think that, that they just throw whoever a they ton want on Sunday. They don't have much depth with Gilmore yeah, they have out. No one. If I, they, uh, Who's left? So that was the only thing about the Harry thing. That and I, I'm starting to like the Patriots. Like put out like. Hey, like this guy's great. This guy's awesome. So other teams look at it and I'm like, wow. Let's see if we can go after this Harry guy. Maybe trade him. Like uh, I think everybody does that. Him? I know. So is there that level? Maybe of, like, that he's was awesome, and then just to trade him. No, I think this one is maybe uh, Belichick's like um, forcing it almost. You know what I mean? Because I think that everyone says that a lot. You know, a lot of the scuttlebutt around town was that everybody, like every scout, wanted AJ Brown. Um, who would have been a perfect Patriot, in my a opinion. diehard Patriot fan growing he was up. was a Patriot fan growing up, exactly. Interviewed at the stadium, all this crap. And then uh, Belichick was like, fuck it. And he picked Nikhil Harry himself. <laughs> so, like, um, I think a part of it is that, that he's like, I want you to be... Just to like, prove it to everyone? Yeah, to prove that he's, like, he knows a little bit of what he's doing at wide receiver. When, clearly, he really... I mean, I don't know. The last hit they've had on a wide receiver was Edelman. So who else? That was, was an accident. That was yeah, an, it was an accident. I mean, he wasn't. They didn't even know what he was going to play. So, can we go back to Scuttlebutt around the town and talk about Asante Samuel and how that guy? He's that not guy, around the town. He's fucking in some slum. I hope. I hope he lost all his money that he got. Asante fucking paid. is just. Yeah, he's a mind. loudmouth idiot. Yeah, he's just out of his mind. Like it's one thing to have an opinion, but and I guarantee you, I was like ESPN when I saw him on. That, I was like, they're going to give him a show. They'll give him a show just because he smashes Belichick constantly. You know what I mean? He, that's all he says is, like, he tr- talks trash about Belichick. He literally, if Belichick didn't draft him in the fourth round, like, nobody knew who fucking Asante Samuel was. He became an all-pro cornerback without tackling. Never had to tackle in his whole career, basically. Just showed up here and would jump routes. Never tackled. And then he would fucking basically didn't go undefeated because a ball went through his hands. That was another thing he said. He said, "Oh, uh, he said, oh, we had a perfect season when uh, when Brady was here." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, you we, blew it. We almost had a perfect season, except you dropped the ball, you idiot. Like, how can you even say that with a straight? Like, oh, no, we had a perfect it's his season. fault. And then he go, he, he's got a tattoo on his arm that says "Get Paid." And I was like, "Oh, we can't lose Asante." And then I heard that. And he was like, "Oh, he's got a tattoo that says Get Paid." It's like, all right, that's it. He's gone. And then uh, whatever, that's fine. You know, you lose players every year, and he fucking. Goes to Philly, gets paid. Then he goes back. Then he goes to Atlanta, gets paid more, and Record stinks. Money. He stunk. He wasn't even good when he left. He was, you know, 
he had to be used right. And he didn't, you know, once he got money, he didn't give a shit about anything. He had one coverage. It was jump a route or fucking get, uh, or not tackle. Wait for Rodney Harrison to come because I'm not jumping <laughs> at anybody. Or Brandon Mayweather. Or Merriweather. He had a similar, like, like post careers like uh, Malcolm Butler. What, what do you mean? Malcolm. Like, after he left the oh, Patriots. After, yeah, exactly. He yeah, was he very was, similar to that. He was fine. Like, Malcolm Butler, you wouldn't be like, oh, this Except guy's terrible. Malcolm Butler made the catch when he needed to to win the Super Bowl. That's true. That he did make the yeah, catch. Especially. Yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't fucking, and he doesn't whine after it. He doesn't say Belichick's a bad guy or a bad coach. Uh, be, or t- it's all Tom Brady. It wasn't Belichick. Fucking, if it wasn't for Bill Belichick, he would be fucking at 7-Eleven. There was no reason. Re- he would be making sandwiches somewhere. That guy, I mean, he's he was a good. He was a good corner in New England. He was a average corner in Philadelphia and garbage at, at anywhere else. I think he went to Atlanta, maybe somewhere else. Totally. Uh, and then they I let him, and then they it. let him fucking have a conversation on ESPN because he played for Belichick twenty years ago. Is an unpopular opinion. Uh, what you missed? You missed something that happened between the last pod and this pod. I think I missed a lot. I haven't gone well, through you everything. Got yet. One, you were one tweet away from Tom. Tom Brady retweeting you at one point. Do you remember that? No. You got into a, you, weren't you tweeting with, I forget who it was, and they kept adding, they were adding Tom. Y'all were talking about Tom. I thought it was Martellus Bennett, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, it was Martellus Bennett. Yeah, I was, yeah, but I don't think that he would have retweeted me. I, Martellus Bennett is a bit of a loudmouth himself. So he was, uh, I don't know. Oh, it was after they won the Super Bowl, and I was said, uh, he's the greatest winner of all time. And I think fucking Martellus Bennett. Said, nah, Bill Russell is. I, I don't even think I started with him, but that seems that seems wrong. There's no way that Martellus Bennett just saw my tweet. And te- I probably went at him. And he could follow you. Not he only was- he follows me, but like maybe he saw my tweet. But whatever, we got we had a little conversation, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like he literally got you a Super Bowl ring. You know how hard it is. Fucking Bill Russell played in a league with four teams. I and I pulled up a, a picture of um like one of the teams they played. Or lost to. Sorry. It was a team they lost to, the Celtics in like the 60s. It was like Kansas City fucking Monarchs. Some team that never, it's not Monarchs, <laughs> some, the Kansas City fucking something like that. Kings. <laughs> it was a team that doesn't exist, obviously, anymore. And it was not, they looked like fucking nine Albert Einsteins. And you never <laughs> see, not, not one black guy amongst them. There was, there were six foot one to six foot two white guys. And I was like, they lost to this team. <laughs> And you're going to sit here and tell me that he's a better champion than Tom Brady is playing current day football at 44. I mean, I understand that football's changed a bit, but he also played in the era when you could get hit in the fucking throat and the knees anywhere. That hit he took against the Bills would actually, I would actually be in a wheelchair. That was in the preseason. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the preseason that hit he took from them. They were, that was, and they were just like, that's fine. Get up. And it's funny you're saying that now because that was, uh, what's his name? He's fucking old as shit. I mean, he played for the Bills for like 45 years. Nate Clements, maybe I want to say his name was. And anyway, he was, uh, yeah, he, he like decapitated Brady, lost his helmet. Brady gets up and starts clapping. Uh, so anyway, yeah. And then I was watching a video today. I just got into a, a hole. Uh, it was on Instagram and they, were, they had um, LeVar Arrington like highlights on when he played at Penn State. <laughs> And I, I remember so clearly him being so dominant, but I didn't know Tom Brady at the time. So I was just watch, I would watch Penn State games because he was like two-time All-American, all this shit. He was like destined to be a number, like a top three pick. And I was this guy's unbelievable. And so I was watching all these hits, and he was just, you know, he, would, he dove over the line and like met the running back somehow. It was like fucking, like, you know how like 
uh, Troy Polamalu did that to like block kicks. Yeah. He did this on a run up the middle. I don't even know how he did it. It was like a perfect storm. The Ohio State guy handed it off to the running back, and he just comes right up the A gap. And Levar Arrington has been in the air for like five seconds. Wait, it was a targeting. It was like something from Varsity Blues. Like you would never see it in real life. And it's hundred percent he wouldn't play at college football anymore. The hit, and uh, they would just kick him out of the college, probably not even in football. Just he wouldn't let him go to school anymore either. So there was like old uh, Ronnie Watt videos that were showing up, yeah. and like. When safeties, like, when the ball would, like, the receiver would, like, tip off his hands, yeah. and then the receiver would come in and lay them out, <laughs> it was like he obviously dropped it, and then you waited two beats and still just smoked him for even yeah. attempting to catch Yeah, that's what they the used ball. to teach us in Pop Warner. Like, oh. if he touched it, you can fucking kill him. <laughs> Literally put your helmet into his spinal cord and oh. separate it. The crown of the helmet. So, anyway, there was, a, so there was a video of him playing in the Big Ten, obviously, and then... There's one video I was like, oh, my God, is that Brady? And it's fucking Brady. It's like vintage Brady. He's like going around the pocket. You know, the pocket's kind of collapsed around him. He steps up, and at the last second, he sees a guy, like, t- does that finger point where he's, like, pointing at somewhere to go, and a fucking bullet comes out of nowhere and put his helmet right into Tom's throat. I'm like, holy shit. That might have been the hardest I've ever seen anybody hit. And it was Tom Brady. He gets, I mean, he 100% had to have a concussion. I'm talking... 4-1 speed at 260, whatever LaVar Arrington was, hit oh. Tom Brady directly in the throat with the crown of his helmet. I'm like, this is a different, this is just a different time. It's, that is so foreign to anybody that's ever seen, that like started watching football like since 2010. And Brady had that speech, it was only like a couple of weeks ago that came out, where he was yeah. basically saying like, you know, when I came up, if you made a mistake, the defense punished you. So yes. you learn to protect your guys, protect yes. your receivers. Yep. Based on that, he goes, now the defense has to protect Themselves. your mistakes. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you don't learn how to play the game the right way. Yeah, like, he's like he's not nervous to throw into any coverage. I've been trying to say that for 10 years, and he summed it up cares. in 45 seconds. I was like, oh, that's He's very right. smart. And, 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 but uh, and it's that funny because it. that, was, that was literally how the dynasty started, right? It was like it was Brian Cox decapitating uh, Jerome Payton in 2001. Uh, Peyton Manning made like a throw to the middle, like a little slant, and Brian Cox hit him directly in the face, and I think he was knocked out cold, like, literally on the field, squirming, legs going like toothpicks, kicking, kicking, and that was like, oh god, this defense is a problem, and it just got like that, like trickled into the like through the NFL, like they were like, this team is gonna fucking hit you in the face and punish you if you make a mistake. And that's literally what happened. They just punished people for the rest of the season and all the way through the Super Bowl beating St. Louis. I have I was... a great segue for you. Thank if you. It wasn't. Okay. I love it. We I thought you just... segue by talking about Mac Jones' quote today and how it compares exactly to who Tom Brady was for 20 years as a Patriot. It is. I, I, I'm so hesitant to even think about making that comparison until he's won at least seven Super Bowls. But, I, uh, yeah, it's hard not to see how he plays. The things for me that have to happen is, like, obviously, I think Tom Brady would have won that game, um, even in 2001, but only, I mean, there's nothing Matt could do about it. You know what I mean? In those old days, that would have been a little bit more complimentary football. Harris probably wouldn't have fumbled. I mean, if that was Antoine Smith, he wasn't going to fumble. If that was Corey Dillon, he wasn't going to fumble. fumble. Four times. They have four of them. I don't know where that, that holding call came from when he got the ball down to the one. It was going to be first and goal from the one. Yeah, right. Or he might have been in the end zone, and they called the holding. Up. They had a bunch of fucking bad mistakes. They played bad football, but again, this is their fourth game. You know what I mean? The th- three preseason games. This is their first game with Mac. 
Um, you know, everyone's they a little rusty. Throw it. They didn't let him like throw it down the field. Like that's what he did at Alabama. Was I expected that field. though. They're not going to yeah. fight. They're, they did the same thing with Brady. I mean, this that quarter they did let him throw. I mean, that is literally. If you go back to a 2001 Patriots game where Brady's playing, <laughs> you, if you saw looked at those two games side by side, you'd be like, "Wow, they're letting Mac Jones throw way too much." Because yeah, in, he, Tom Brady handed it off 75 times a game. You know, Flores blitzed a lot. Even then, like we were down by one, and we're we're running it up the middle. I get it. I met yard kicker. I met Nick Falk. Fred's the most automatic man on earth. I don't know. He's better than Terry and Gostowski combined. His fat <laughs> stomach. I do like how they just kept that kicker that was terrible, and they're like, yeah, no, I, yeah, well, you you can stay on the team, and then just didn't play him. They just brought Nick Folk up instead. Like, is, was he really at risk of like being poached by someone? I don't know. No, there's like COVID rules where you can like protect certain guys where. They well, don't. I know, but they made they let Quinn Nordeen make the team. You know what I mean? He's not it's on the practice be, it's squad. It's got to be a COVID thing. Like if he gets COVID or something, it has to be. Kyle and was right. There was no way folk. Someone could have grabbed folk. It wasn't like he went to the practice squad. No, he folk, went, yes, but Nordeen. If you they're cut both him, like they're both on the team. It should but be backwards. They're just gonna be inactive. One of them's gonna be inactive every game. Yeah, but I think you can only do that a certain amount of times. You can't bring folk up. Uh, 17 games a season, a year yeah, from the can. practice squad. I think you can only do it like three or four times. Pretty sure. All the rules changed last year. I know, but yeah, I think that was COVID. the rule. You can, you can revert back to the practice squad, but you, ha- you can only do it like three times, I think. COVID changed. It just changed everything. But those rules are way better. Like IR is only three weeks, which is awesome. Yeah. That's sick. You know what I mean? Like fucking right now, you'd have dead body. Uh, Nikhil Harry would be out for the year, or he'd be... A useless roster spot right now. Uh, instead, he'll be back in two weeks. And then you, who else? I don't even know who else. But there's Gilmore. Few, yeah, Gilmore again. Saying, well, he's on POP, so he's out six weeks, right? That's a yeah, little bit six. different. But with his, anyway. with his hip replacement. But anyways, back to this week. I just thought, uh, honestly, I thought they played fine. Like they didn't finish in the red zone clearly. That was obviously no. They issue. had what three seventy-five plus yard drives, and all of them were field goals. Yeah, they. You know, the defense played. Well, they had two bad drives. That was it. And I didn't, and I didn't expect – I never expect them to come out fucking gangbusters on defense. They yeah. never do. They're always like, all right, they get used to it. And, like, I mean, just think about all their good years. I mean, ex- aside from, like, 2004, when was the last first week that their defense was, like, firing at all cylinders? It I thought doesn't this happen. week they kind of did. They held them to 17 points. Like, they, they played 17 great. points. They didn't yeah, get run like over, Jaylen but they Waddle. couldn't cover a slant to save their lives. Well, and Waddle dropped two touchdowns just toasting Mills. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Waddle I mean, Waddle is the fifth-round pick for a reason. I fi- a fifth overall pick for Waddle's a reason. Waddle's a problem. And Devontae Parker's really good. Uh, I mean, but the tight ends didn't hurt him. Um, running no, backs didn't fine. really hurt him. They didn't give up. I looked at the box score. I was like, I don't how they lo- I don't know how they lost. The twenty-two-minute time of possession is ridiculous. Pats had the ball the entire game, and- yeah, like thirty-nine minutes to twenty-one, fucking something like that. And it was. I looked at the yards. Two were through for like. I think he threw for one touchdown, right, and like two hundred and seven yep. yards and an interception. They ran for like less than eighty, and uh, they won. And I was just like, thirty of them came on that last drive, probably. Yeah, and I was like, and I looked at him like, and then Mac threw for two eighty and a touchdown, no picks. They only lost because the fucking literally lost because of the fumbles, two fumbles. One of them was clearly not a fumble. Well, three. So Mac Jones. All right, first play let's of the face. Game. I mean, I would have looked 
very similar to that first Mac Jones play. I, I, I don't even know what that was. I looked. At, I was in a bar. So first of all, if you've been following my Twitter, you knew that I uh, RSVP'd unwittingly to a fucking wedding. That whose wedding, by it, the way? It was a uh, a guy I work with that is like my partner long term. That we're gonna like basically grow. I say grow up, but I'm 35, so I'm fucking old. <laughs> or but whatever. I said like we're gonna grow this company together. Basically, I was. Um, you know, we're mildly close in the same age. He's 30. I'm 35. And uh, he had a wedding, and it's in Newport. I was like, ah, oh, sweet, nice wedding. And he's from a, a, a well-to-do family because his family had owned this company for a billion years. So I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be a sweet wedding. It's going to be in Newport, and we're going to have a great time. This RSVP, didn't even look at the date. Whatever. I saw, Actually, you know what? And then the next day, I was like, oh, it's a Sunday? He's like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, it's Memorial Day. I mean, it's Labor Day. No big deal. And then I looked. I was like, it's not Labor Day. It's the week after Labor Day. Oh. And I was like, what's it going? I was like, so I have to take Monday off from work? And I was like, wait a second. And uh, part of me was like, oh, that's fine. It's the second week of the season. It doesn't matter. Because I was like, because uh, I thought preseason ends this week. Next week is game one, which is I'm going to Miami. And then they're going to play the Jets. And then I looked it up. I'm like, wait a second. Why are they skipping a week? Because there used to be just four play- yes. four preseason games, game one. Which is so I was- what – I still don't know why they skipped a week. Why didn't they just move the I- season yeah. up and keep the Super Bowl where it was? I don't understand. know why they did that. I didn't Roger know did that, that happened wow. until literally last Saturday. And I was like, wait a second. So does this mean I'm missing the first game? I had no fucking idea. I had no idea. And I was like, well, I'm not going to not go. I, I – debated getting going for the first half the wedding was at five i was like i could make at least the first quarter i could tailgate all day make the first quarter and be in newport in third oh you're gonna go to the game yeah i was gonna <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna miss the debut of our new quarterback i was like i could be in newport from gillette a game that's already going i could be in in newport in 25 minutes oh easy easy, yeah. easy. i would have been fucking in i would have been in i might have wore my suit to the wedding I mean, uh, my suit to the game with a David Andrews jersey over top of it. Had a couple, had a couple uh, uh, Miller lights in the stadium, in my seat, where yep. I belong and haven't been for two years since Tom Brady threw a pick to Logan Ryan. And, and then I would have been down in Newport buzzing, baby. I would have fucking, they wouldn't even have known it any better. I would have been there, whatever. Instead, I watched YouTube TV in the fucking, the whole time. I just had, <laughs> the, whole, the whole time I was in the, the ceremony and in the reception, the whole cocktail hour, I just had my, ha- my hand plastered to my phone, and I'm watching. People would come over and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not part of this. Just let me watch what I'm doing. <laughs> this is, like, who has this part? Who had a wedding on the game one? Also, though, why are the Pats playing the Dolphins at four in week one? I had no idea. Again, if that game was at one, I was there. I was there for three quarters, and then I was heading to Newport. Yeah. All day. I don't know. It was, it was just a strange, it was a fine game. You know, I thought they played well. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by surprised by Agalor. I thought Johnu was going to have a little bit more uh, production, but all right. So oh, he's clearly he's Definitely clearly a uh, main uh, focus yeah, of the offense, Johnu. He's he's Max's favorite guy. Also, like what it did for me was show me that I am zero percent scared of Tua for the next ten years. If that's yeah, I wasn't. Guy. I didn't. Tua didn't impress me. He's fucking even J.C. Jackson, which I thought was a little risque to say, was like he just he'll just <laughs> fucking throw it up. And I was like, that's right. what Tua does. Yeah, he's, well, he said that's what Tua do, which I think is the same thing. I mean, I, I was in New Hampshire this summer, put a nice little wager in on I the Patriots winning, winning the division, and I still think the Patriots are going to win the division. 
Yeah, I I mean yeah, seventeen games. So I kind of I mean the Bills lost, the Steelers looked good, but the Bills lost. Steelers did not. The look Jets good. stink. Um, and Miami is I mean fine. I mean they were good last year. Miami at the end of the year, people forget like they literally demolished the Patriots in the last week of the season. Demolished. They ran yeah, for like no. three hundred yards. Wasn't that week sixteen? And then they got blown out by forty to the Bills in week seventeen to miss the playoffs. Patriots did. Or the Dolphins did. The Dolphins did. Oh, I don't know. But I know that the COVID. Dolphins literally ran them over. The Dolphins killed the Patriots on week 16, and then they if they won, they were in the playoffs. They were playing the Bills. They lost yeah. by 40. It was like 55 to 6. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo was good last year. I just don't think that Buffalo is going to be able to keep it up. I, I know that. No, I just I hate Sean McDermott's face. Well, also, <laughs> last year, Fitzpatrick was the starter. The owner forced Flores to play Tua. Yeah. So they had to play Tua, and then – you know that's just kind of what all I'm, you need to know I'm about gonna a quarterback. Be, I'm going to be a little bit odd. I think I think Flores is making some rash decisions quickly. He like signed Kyle Van Noy to uh, whatever it was like a three year big money deal. And, it was and like, then never mind. Yeah, and then like <laughs> literally a year into, it, it was like ah fuck it, no, that doesn't make sense. And then just cut him, and they still want to pay him like Landon all this guaranteed money. Instead, they kept Landon Roberts. I do like Landon Roberts. I, I like him too, but I mean, let's face yeah. it. I mean, do you like him that much? That guy's, I mean, he's all right. He's a, he's a run-of-the-mill, straight-line run, uh, middle linebacker. He's going to give you a good a good hit every now and again, but if you run a fucking uh, a, like a sweep, he's never going to know that that's happening. Here is something I don't. I did learn this summer after looking at all these deals, because you see deals like, oh, Hunter Henry's going to make like $490 million over four years. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's actually going to make twelve million, and the rest of it <laughs> twelve is, million total, is and something they can just put on ESPN. To, they'll give him that in Bitcoin. Yeah, it's like I don't know where these numbers come from anymore, and how much money anyone actually makes anymore. Like Cam uh, got signed a twelve million dollar deal, but they only paid him like one point five or something. Yeah, well, one point, I thought he made one point two. Yeah, yeah, last year, and then they gave him three million this year, which I think they have to pay him three million. But they were like with incentives that like if you throw the ball into somebody's hands, you get like a hundred dollars. And yeah. he he made zero dollars. <laughs> so he's, like, he's fucking hungry, but good thing he's a vegan. Uh, yeah, I look. I like Cam. I don't want to talk bad about him. I hated that stupid fucking video he did with his dad, like in the middle of a field, like it was a fucking like. Don't doubt me. I don't know what that was. Like Cam, box. I love you, buddy, but like. Look, I'm not mad. He came here, gave us 100% of Cam Newton, everything that he had. He was a fucking professional, the fucking a great citizen, a great everything, a great player. He did his best. He fucking tried to win games by himself a lot. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. He team just, didn't do many favors. Actually. No, and team didn't do him any favors. He didn't have shit. They got hurt. For the receivers. Line was Edelman terrible. was the best player on the team, and he got hurt. They couldn't snap the ball for, no. like, three weeks. Yeah. Last year, they had some <laughs> issues last year. Which I mean, Andrews coming back, another huge. Issue. I know, out of nowhere, everyone this was like, "He's gone." Line. They signed Ted Karras, and I was like, "Ah, oh, he's the center now." And then fucking, they were like, "Ah, fuck it," and David Andrews too. And I was like, "This is crazy." I mean, he had blood clots. He was like, it wasn't like a matter if he was coming back; it was a matter if he could live, like if he was going to survive. Not last. That wasn't last year, was it? That was last year. He didn't play. Andrews didn't play last year. I thought it was two years ago. No, last nah, year he didn't play. He got hurt the year before. With his foot or something, and last year he had blood clots. I could have sworn that was two years ago, and he played last year. Maybe I'm wrong. Who was the center last year? Uh, Tooney had to snap for a little bit, but yep. it was uh, uh, I don't even remember. It was some awful. He was real bad. They moved. Bad, it was a couple bad guys. Of the sport. I don't remember that. I think you guys are lying to me. I think that if, if I had any uh, fucking memory whatsoever right now, I would call you out on it. But. I'm looking. 
Yeah. Honestly, the line across the board, we have we had a rookie who came up out of nowhere to play right On Wenu, a stud. And he's a, another sixth-round gem from Belichick. The size Just of a truck. Plug yeah. him into left guard, and it's like, oh, yeah, we lost Tooney, but they, it's like we yeah, have this other guy their, who's amazing. They did. They lost their best lineman and then upgraded the offensive line. Isaiah Wynn looks good. Yeah. Shaq Mason is just he's just been solid for a decade. Shaq now. Mason's been a, a, a solid mainstay at right guard. David Andrews is a stud at center. And of course Trent Brown is a stud. I don't know why you wouldn't play him at left tackle, but I whatever. Win is better. And Trent Brown? Win is better than Trent Brown is right now. Trent Brown's a, a little percent. bigger. He's a little slower. He can't, he can't move know. as well. Trent Brown was a murderer two years ago when he played for the Patriots. When they won the Super Bowl three years ago. Yeah, 2018. He played left tackle and was uh, – I don't know if he gave up a sack all year. He was a road grader, as they say. You know how fast a man ages when he's 390 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> looks great. He's nimble. Six foot nine. He's nimble. <laughs> Whatever. He played right tackle. They all had a problem. I mean, fucking Wynn had a hold. Trent Brown got hurt. Mason got blown by a few times. A lot of them had a fucking bad – the offensive line didn't play well at all. Bad. They yeah, bad. I mean, they ran the ball well. Like they... At the start. I mean, yeah, they ran the ball okay, but I don't think that the Dolphins have a very good interior D-line, and they they lost their best D-lineman, Raekwon, whatever. Yeah. Raekwon, the chef. And then um, who's their linebacker? Landon Roberts? I don't even know who else they have. I have some over-unders for you, if you guys. Over-under. Now, this one doesn't even seem right. 825 yards for... Nikhil? Damian over. Harris on the year. Oh, God, that's an over. All day and over. You, they're going to, I'm telling you, if you watch a 2001 Patriots game, they would hand off to Antoine Smith 700 times a game if they could. But does this fumble do anything? Or are they just going to be like, all right, fuck it now? We're no, where else are they going to go? They don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, it's no, that's, people today. James the, White, the, bro. They kept handing to James White, but no, that's a mistake. They kept making me so mad. Never throw it. Never, you never, ever. Hand off to James White. Here's how you knew they Unless were in trouble. It's like fourth and one, and it's a trick play. They gave Brandon Bolden a carry on that last drive in the fourth quarter. Did they? They sure did. Bolden was... got a carry. <laughs> it was the carry before Sony fumbled. Bolden ran for like seven yards. I don't like that one That's bit. That's not good. No. I mean, look, I like Bolden. He embarrassed the Patriots like three years ago. That The Miami Miracle game. Yep. Yeah. That was bullshit. People forget that. Um, but, but, I mean, it's not like... He should not be running the ball at the end in the no. fourth quarter. Winning well, Raymondre's a rookie. He fumbled, even though it wasn't a real fumble. Uh, so he'll they, be inactive next week. He'll be inactive next week. The JJ will be up. But like the same people, if you look on Twitter, that were saying that Sony Michelle is the worst running back that in the world, and he shouldn't. He wasn't worth a first round pick. He wasn't even worth a fucking seventh round pick. A bust. Anybody could have done what he did. Are fucking smashing Belichick for trading Sony Michelle right now. If you look on Twitter and look anywhere, I guarantee if you search somebody's tweets, anybody that says that Belichick's an idiot for training Sony Michelle, check that guy's tweets. <laughs> and he, two weeks ago, he was saying how bad Sony Michelle is. You know what's funny is if you look, they always do like the, oh, Chubb was drafted after Sony and AJ yeah. Brown was drafted yeah, all after that Harry. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Look at the two guys drafted in front of them. Yeah. Like the running back drafted in front of him, I don't even know his name. In and front the of receiver. Sony? Drafted in front yeah, of... Yeah, didn't the, the Seahawks draft Rashawn Penny or something? It was Rashad Penny, yeah, out of what, Iowa? Has he ever played? I don't even know if he's ever played. He's not or good. I, he's I, not I, play good fa- I play fantasy football enough to know that he's not the running back for Seattle. And Washington drafted a receiver that doesn't play, that you wouldn't know his name either. Yet, for some reason, Harry is like a household name across... <laughs> well, I think that a lot world. of it has to do with, like, the minute you were a first-round pick... It, they, the Patriots fans, and especially 
Boston Sports Radio. The minute you're a first-round pick, they want you, they want Belichick to take a first-round weapon every time, right? It's got to be a weapon. It's got to be a weapon. I'm actually surprised. It was because they hated Cam so much, probably, that they're not smashing Mac Jones right now relentlessly. But the minute they had Sony Michelle, first-round running back, they just all they wanted to do was him to be a failure. Same thing with Nikhil Harry. They, all they want, they just are they're unrelenting, and they just be punishing him online, on, on fucking writing stories. The Patriots should have traded up yeah. to get Mac if they really wanted him. Take yeah, was, that's a fucking unbelievable that take. That is probably the best take of all time. That mental, because the, like, the mental gymnastics that one takes. All right, so if he really wanted him, he would trade up, but yeah. they we got, got him... And they didn't trade up. So and they he... didn't. Yeah, exactly. You could have got him at fifteen. The opposite would have been happened. You traded up to fucking ten to get him. You could have had him at fifteen. Nobody wanted him. Oh, you wasted a fucking a third round pick next year. Fucking some. My bullshit. new favorite one is that the the 49ers were trading up to get Mac, but for some reason they took Lance. That, that yeah, that was that was a new one. It was well, it was uh, they thought the Patriots would take Mac, so they traded up to three, but took Trey Lance, which. Is nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. If they were scared that the Patriots were going to take Mac, they would have took Mac, yeah, not Trey like, Lance. I don't even understand. And then, yeah, it, it's 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 just a type of it's just a way because the Patriots are the most taught. It doesn't even matter if they're good anymore. It's just because of Belichick. There's just no he is. They're always going to be the most talked about NFL team. Uh, him and whatever team Brady's on. But even I feel like nobody talks about the Bucks, And I, I don't think that that's, I don't know if that's a Boston thing or whatever. And I don't watch ESPN. Maybe they talk about him constantly. But I just feel like the Patriots just always have more drama, more shit going on. I mean, last year they signed Cam. That was a thing. It's, it's the, uh, you know, the disdain for the media that I think they just, it, it hurts them to the core because their job is like, yeah. It's not really important. No. Like, especially nowadays where everyone just tweets and everything, and you can just get everyone. Yeah, Twitter you don't is have the news to, now. Yeah, you don't have to be in the locker room, and everyone's like, well, how are you supposed to cover a team? And they, and they like, they, they're losing it. It's like, yeah, things evolve. And guess what? You're not, your job isn't that important. No, like, you don't have to be in the locker room asking the hard-hitting questions. They literally should let me interview people, because it would be awful for most people. But I would ask fan questions. Like, I wouldn't ask stuff like, Ben Volan just wants to know if everybody's vaccinated. I would be asking nothing but Patriots. Why? So in the 2007 Super Bowl, I'd be going back. I'd be going back 20 years on Belichick, and he'd be giving me nothing, and it wouldn't matter. I would just be so happy to be sick. I'd take over the room, and I'd ask so many questions. So if Tom is sick, uh, if he was he really hurt with all those times you had his arm on the injury report? I just ask this nonsense questions that nobody would care about besides me and my. Probably that's probably it. Yeah, just me. They act like they're boots on the ground in Kabul. Yeah, they really like, do. It's like no, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> they're literally standing next to a swinging yeah. dick guy that just came out of the shower to ask him if he thought he got enough playing time. You get floor seats to the <laughs> yeah. best event that everyone watches and get paid for it. It's yeah. like it's not that hard. And of a you job. write you write a, a a five paragraph essay in the fucking athletic and tell us that Bella cheat can't get it done. He, he said Bella cheat. Bella Cheat, the GM, is killing Bella Cheat, the coach. Evan Lazar, whoever that guy is, that guy's a bum. I hope you're listening. You're a bum. Uh, he's he's like a tw- he's just a Twitter uh, he's like a Twitter scout. You know how these guys they start out they become Twitter scouts and then they get picked up by some uh, uh, you know like outside the w- world like you know, outside the real sports media media like the, like just some random letters like 
Oh, yeah, I'm over there. Work- <laughs> I'm working over there at WXLT. And you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Is that a radio station? But no, it's uh, we're over in Framingham. You'd be like, what is that? Well, I don't know what the fuck that is. And then, and then they'll post like, uh, you know, whatever. They post a uh, fucking uh, a video and be- think something and they'll be wrong. And, you know. It's like the Not guy, that I know everything about anything. The but. Raiders have uh, their GM is the guy who used to be like the NFL Network Combine, yeah. like scout guy. I think I tweeted that the like, other day that they made inactive yesterday. Was it Monday Night Football? Their fourth fourth overall pick two years ago was Cleveland Farrell, who was I think he was supposed to be like a first round pick or a second round pick, but they took him because he was pretty good at Clemson, but he was like not dominant. They were like he's a pretty good D lineman. And they took him number four overall when there was, like, 40 better D-linemen than him. And I was like, this fucking guy, I swear to God, he hasn't made a correct move since he was there. And it's because he is, a, he is like what a, a, a sports radio host is. Exactly. He, he likes, he's like, he's a combine, but it, it kind of works for the Raiders because that's what the Raiders always did is, like, whatever the combine was, if you're the combine color commentator, which is what Mike Mayock was, he was the color commentator to the fucking combine. He's like, here's a guy who runs a 40 and a 4-2 flat. And then, okay, I mean, he goes out and just drafts based on that. I don't think he does any, anything to do with his team. He makes terrible moves. He, he drafted uh, Hunter Renfro. That might be the, his best success. He got rid of Khalil Mack immediately. Um, upon arrival, got rid of Khalil yeah. Mack. Which, these guys, all these guys in the league are guys who, you know, their dream obviously was, you know, they they knew they probably, because they're kind of smart, they knew they weren't ever going to be good enough to play. So right. they're like, all right, well, maybe I could be the GM. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no, you can't be the GM That either. takes too much work because you have to be like, you work your way up through yeah. the ranks for 20 years. So now we'll just let you talk about the GM. That's, a, that's the best you're going to do. Basically, pretend you're a scout, pretend you're a GM, and then put it on Twitter with videos of you talking over it. And and the entire time, refuse that they might be better at their job than yeah. you think you would be at the their job. The best Twitter scout last year, he blocked me. I brought it up on the podcast last year. I literally <laughs> tried to save his life. Not even joking. He had, like, a suicidal tweet. He was like, bye, everyone. Everyone hates me. I, and I only had a connection to this guy because he went to Syracuse. Not because not I knew him, but he was like a Cuse guy. So I was like, he's like 10, 15 years younger Those than me. Those guys are rare on Twitter. There's not too many Cuse football guys just <laughs> No, he didn't play football. On the trenches. Did. But whatever. He like, I think he interned there, and then he's like trying to get into like the football world. And he got, had some like manic episode. And I was like, oh, man, if somebody knows what this guy is, like, check it out. He like deactivated his account and all this shit. And I'm not even joking. Like his girlfriend reached out to me and was like, oh, my God, we can't find him. If you hear anything about him, I was like, why would I ever hear anything about him? All I know of him is from, like, the six tweets we've interacted with. And she was like, oh, we've only been dating a little, like, a little while. I thought they were, like, fucking almost married. This kid was having, like, a manic, depressive breakdown over something. And I was like, this fuck, he's lost his mind. Like, literally over that girl, I think. And uh, he was, like, trying to get help through me. I'm like, I'm not fucking, I'm out of it. I fucking, I put it on Twitter. I was like, if you guys know where he is, help him He's so he doesn't blow his brains out. He came back to Twitter like a month later and DM'd me. He was like, I think that we've had some nice, respectful conversations. Because I, I responded to his tweet that he said that he'd rather have Cam Newton than Tom Brady in their primes. And I was like, that's stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, I, like, I was like, I understand you were just crazy and like probably in a hospital, but like that's stupidest shit ever. Also, and, he like, was, and he wrote to me, he was like, that's kind of disrespectful. We usually have good uh, conversations. And he blocked me and never talked to me again. But that was like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, if you want to be in the game, you, now you're in the game. But, you know, when is Shout Tom out Brady's... to Omar, who's dead now, R.I.P. 
Oh, that was a tough one. Yeah, it was a tough L. That wasn't even, yeah, I mean, that wasn't Omar, but that was a wire quote. But we do have to respect Michael K. Williams, RIP, and Norm MacDonald, who, by the way, we should talk about, like, the fact that Twitter alerted me in an instant that Norm MacDonald died, whereas in fucking 20 years ago on stupid uh, news, newspaper men would have to tell me next Thursday that he was dead. That is the news. The news is Twitter. Get over it. I love it. Poor Norm MacDonald. That was a hard one. Uh, if every single, I think that like the overload of YouTube videos that were being watched last night must have been absurd of Norm Macdonald, like the moth joke and all that shit. Yeah. Did you, I I watched the video of him on the View in like 2000. Did you see that one? That one's a classic. Oh, I, I never saw that one before. It was so good, so fucking awkward. It's like star jump. Like that was back when I think they were still trying to be like, I don't know, like a political discussion show. He was just, just calling. He was calling Bill Clinton a murderer on TV. He's like, "Well, we got to get the murderers out of the house." <laughs> Relax, out of the White House. Little Rock. That's the pride and joy of Arkansas, right there, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Ridiculous is fantastic. If you ever, that's all he did. Like a his first album was just sketches, and he has uh, one where I thought you were talking about the TV show that Rob Durdick. I was like, I'm never going to watch that. No, Isn't that Touch and uh, it's he has a sketch where him and Artie Lang are in. They're like music producers, and they bring back like an old timey like. It's a CD or a video. It's on. It's on Spotify. It's like an album. Oh really? It's just all sketches. He has him. He's in the booth, and one of the games he's uh he's recording. He's like the color commentator, but he has a shit ton of money on the game. <laughs> so he's like trying to talk about the game and just talking about the spread the whole time. He's so funny. He was, I mean, the movie Dirty Work is maybe the most underrated piece of comedy in history. It's, it, I didn't even realize it was like based on like a fucking Shakespeare play or something. Oh no, a Roald Dahl story, like a short story. That's what it was named. That was what it was named after. The fact that he won Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and got every single question right on the, the celebrity, like, it was incredible. He even had the last answer and was like, we just like, whoa, you don't want to risk this. Like, if you get this wrong, you're back to 30000 He's <laughs> like, well, it's definitely this. And he's like, all right, whatever. I'll take the 500000 And he had the answer right. I was watching the, the one today when he was on Larry King, and he just said that he was a deeply closeted homosexual, but he was, <laughs> but he was not going to come out. And then Larry couldn't, couldn't figure it out. He was like, so you're gay? You're saying you're gay. I mean, that closeted means you're a gay man. He's like, no. I'm not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Why, why would you say hey, that, What do you want to talk about that, bud? <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm psyched about the new season. I, 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 I can't get upset about a week one loss to Miami, which is typical. I mean, we're going to go play the take, Jets. Would you take Damian Harris at 40 to one to get the rushing title this year? I think we lost KP. Did we lose you? Yeah, we bumped. I think it bumped him. All That's right. Well, shame. he's gone. Hate to see it. Um, Damian Harris, 40 to one to win the rushing title. I think that's a good bet. 40 to one. 40 to 1. So if you bet 100 bucks, I bet anything on 40 to 1. I mean, I don't know who is going to win the rushing title this year. It's going to be him. I mean, there's not very many good running backs. Jonathan anymore. Taylor. Because I don't think Jonathan it's Taylor oh, Christian Thomas. McCaffrey. That's it. So he gets the ball thrown to him too it's much. It's not going to be like Zeke or. or what did he get? Three carries week one? He's like that bum. Derrick Henry, it's not going to be. It's not going to be eh, maybe Dalvin Cook, but I think Damian Harris is going to be. Who had the most yards in week one? Uh, the guy from San Francisco. The new guy? That, like, yeah, they had the a like... backup. Oh, okay. I think Damian Harris is going to get He'll be close. carries a game. And with his offensive line. He could easily do it. That's not a bad bet. I, I can't gamble, but like. Uh... I don't know who else he'd really put in there. I mean, and the other one is, uh, 
you know, Packers win the AFC East at uh, I think they're four to one. Take that too. I think the page, it's going to be tough to beat Buffalo, but uh, you know, anybody can do it. They can do it. Yeah, I I don't know. I think the Pats are in a good spot. I think they have pretty good depth. I'm really kind excited. I'm excited to see the, the line. I'm I'm really excited to see this pass rush develop over the over the week. You know the weeks, uh, especially when Gilmore comes back and they bring Ronnie Perkins back. I mean, I didn't even know if I saw Winovich play. Winovich played a couple snaps, but yeah. I fucking hate that guy. Why? I don't hate. him. He plays uh, well when he's in there. Did you ever hear him talk? Yeah, he's a weird kind uh, of guy. He's but. like, yeah, like Chase is like yeah. Chase had a good game, but like Chase really needs to like. Wait, call he does in the third person really all the time. Does he really? He's he's strange. Jimmy from Seinfeld. He I, is definitely strange, but obviously he's good at football. He's not that good at football. He he's got a couple sacks last year. He's not. He had five. He, I said he's a quintessential patriot. He's going to set the edge. And he's going to get six sacks a Who? year. Winovich. He doesn't want the first thing about setting the edge. He sets the edge, babe. <laughs> that he guy sets the edge. Go, oh, that was insulting to the edge. No. Danny Edge said it as a real thing. Um, listen, the only thing I think about is the edge. And <laughs> I'm telling you, he sets it. Winovich does not know where the edge is. Yeah, he knows. He knows. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's Judon sets an edge. Judon sets a nice edge. Judon is the edge. He lives in the <laughs> Judon, yeah. You know, I used, to, I used to love that guy that they had. That was great. That's all he wanted to do was be a team player and set the edge, and then he just fucking didn't want to set the edge anymore last year. Simon. John Simon, Simon yeah. Simon was two, <laughs> two years ago, I was uh, like, this guy, all, I loved him because he was like, that's it. I'm here for the team. I'm going to set that edge. That's my job. And that's all he did was set the edge. And then last year, it was like, nah, fuck it. Done with it. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Hated the edge. He was bad last year. Yeah. and then, He feels like a steroid guy. He could have been a steroid like, guy. Like, all of a sudden, one year, you're all of a sudden just good, and then you're just not. That's... I bet you Winovich was a, a steroid guy in high school. He looks tiny. He's got. Oh, yeah. He's got, he's got high school steroid face, if yeah. I've ever seen it. Yeah, he's definitely, like, have sex. Like, when he has sex, there's, yeah. like, mirrors all around. He's just looking at himself. Yeah. In the Gronkowski was a high school steroid guy. Had to be. Definitely. With those uh, brothers, too. Yeah, all they were definitely fucking juicing up. I bet his dad gave it to him. They're like the Everett football coach or PB football coaches just fire it into their fucking fullback. Like, you take this. You're not going to be able to beat Saugus by 70. So how many wins are you giving the team this year? 12. 12 wins and a an, uh, wild card. I'm at 12. I think they win the division with 12. Uh Maybe you never know. I mean, you never know how how the cookie crumbles. They say Josh Allen can get hurt. They also uh, have they won the division last year, so they're going to have to play the Chiefs. They're going to have to play all those good teams. Yeah, they're, and they already lost to the Steelers. They're going to have to play the Browns. Browns. We have to play a lot of those teams too. We have to play the Browns. We have to play the Cowboys, the Bucks. We have a lot of tough games. Saints. I mean, I know we play. We're playing a second place schedule or a third place schedule, but the divisions. We're I mean, we're still playing the the, the, the NFC, NFC South. South. Which is, I mean, the Saints are pretty good. The Bucks obviously are great. Carolina's um, not good. Carolina's not great. And, but they just beat the Jets by a good amount. And then, uh, and who's the other one? Falcons, they stink. Oh, they're bad. And then they're playing the, um, the AFC, what are they playing? AFC South. Colts are pretty good. Titans Colts are pretty are good. Colts are not good. Colts no. stink. Yeah, well, they could be good. The Titans. Titans are bad. You're saying that now, but they were like, these are like playoff teams a year ago. This the is Colts week are bad. one. Colts are bad. Jaguars stink. I give you that gonna one. Be, that's going to be a division where you can win that division. And with. Houston fucking just blew out whoever they played. The Jacksonville. Okay, that doesn't really count. But I th- <laughs> those teams aren't. But good. I thought Houston was going to be absolutely terrible. Zero wins. The Titans got embarrassed by Arizona, and yeah. Seattle blew the doors off the Colts. Carson Wentz is. I mean, Belichick's I, never going to lose to a Carson Wentz team. 
don't that know. guy is like you never know. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz was like the MVP three years ago. Yeah, because he can make like the perfect throws, but he's that guy where it's like perfect throw, perfect throw. Oh, you didn't see that obvious coverage interception? <laughs> like, yeah, because they like him. Like he definitely has an arm. He definitely can fire a football. And he can but. run around. They just didn't like him in Philly because he was a hunter. And he was like a little too much of a Jesus boy, I think. And yeah, then, uh, bit, yeah. The minute they won with Nick Foles, they were like, fuck this guy. He was about him. I honestly don't think, I think the Pats are, they have a decently easy schedule. They got the Jets twice. Jets are clearly rebuilding. Yeah, but I thought they were going to beat the Dolphins at home. I thought they were going to beat the Dolphins at home, which makes me think they're going to beat them the second time. <laughs> and I think they could, they're going to split with the Bills, too. So I'd love to beat the Bills both ways. Uh, you have to be vaccinated now to go into Buffalo st- uh, Stadium, and I don't think that they have many Buffalo, uh, uh, man, many fucking Buff- Bills Mafia are fucking vaccinated. You have to show a vaccination card. That could be a storm the stadium situation. Yeah, it definitely would. <laughs> be dildos flying left and right. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, I mean, can't even believe that Kraft didn't do that. I mean, I think that's a New York State thing because you have to do it at the Syracuse games too. I was yeah. like, I'm just not going. I would just not go. It seems like horrendous. I listen. The I vaccine? had COVID. No. Waiting for them to check your vaccine card? No, I went to the BC game. They did it. It, it was a BC thing. football game. It was a whole thing. I went with my <laughs> great uncle, and we missed the whole thing. The only reason we really went was to see the band march by before the thing Good. into the stadium. I went to it. We missed it. <laughs> Last time I went to a BC game, it was we had a styrofoam cooler on a sidewalk outside. I was like, "This is yeah. my friend, who's a an army ranger, used to do bata- He would he he ran battalions in Iraq and Afghanistan, like of hundreds of people, Gee. and he, he was like, "Here we are." <laughs> I was like, "This, what the fuck is this?" He brought me to a, a sidewalk outside the stadium <laughs> with a styrofoam cooler and six beers and nothing to eat. And I was like, "What? What is what? Is everyone that you led dead? Because what <laughs> have you brought me to?" <laughs> I'll tell you though, like it was the first time I felt like like really kind of felt old because I was yeah. like, "Oh, these guys are hot," and I'm like, "Yeah, but they're definitely way too young." <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, "Well, no, they're in college," but mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah, that is. Too, I was like <laughs> fighting my head. I'm like, I'm two times college age. I was like, yeah, I can't. Right. This is weird, but it's. Eh. But I was like, oh, I guess they're like twenty. You're well, or they're at minimum they're seventeen. Mi- you know, mostly probably eighteen. And you're what thirty four, three, thirty one. Oh Jesus! Jeez. No, well, it's still old. I mean. It's definitely old. <laughs> <laughs> it's too old to like be like. Oh, this it's is- definitely too old. It was weird. I was like, oh, these guys, and I was like, no, they're not. They're like super young. You're just. Yeah. All it looks around. weird. I mean, you know, you how you look like in a yearbook of like the eighty five, like an eighty five yearbook. You're like, why are these guys so old? Okay. And, then, and then you just like you just felt like you were a baby. And then you're looking at college kids now and be like, what the fuck? They look like children. Like, yeah. Like, and growing yeah. up, you're always like, oh wow, college kids. College like girls they- are so good looking. I yeah. can't wait to get to college. And then. And then you get five years past college, you're like, ugh. It kind yeah, of feels like, like I, they're preschoolers. I don't I don't think I should be around you. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I need six feet of distance max, you know, minimum. Otherwise, I started I, looking at my, my grill. He's like 80-something. I'm like, you've been just coming to these games for decades? <laughs> like, what is going on I've, here? Uh, they're so boring. That stadium is fucking oh, stinks, was, too. Yeah. We got yeah. out of there at halftime. Thank God. Yeah. I just I when I drove there I I hopped the curb and just parked in some random <laughs> parking lot. I was like I'm not fucking. You think I'm gonna pay to go to a BC game? I actually didn't have a ticket, so I walked right in with the band. Like there were just kids walking around. Like the Wearing, band was uh, getting one ready. of those top hats. And I had to go. Across, I just they didn't check tickets. I'm with the band. Like you're fucking yeah. Aussies roadie. It it again proves my point that terrorists stink. 
Because yeah. I didn't even need a ticket to walk into a, <laughs> a game that was on national. Well, that might be a security issue. I don't know if that's a terrorist thing. <laughs> well, if you they might have got it right. Like you would, you would try some shit. Like think outside the box. One I don't think anybody wants to blow up a PC game. They got they want to try and kill more than eight hundred people, don't they? You don't think if a terrorist brought a gun into a uh, a stadium that was had national television, that yeah. wouldn't be like a pretty significant thing. Yeah. I mean, they've been. I think terrorists have been obsessed with that dirty bomb plot. They're like, oh, they're gonna get a dirty <laughs> bomb. They're gonna I get. I don't just... remember what a dirty bomb is, but I remember the term. What was it? I, I don't know what a dirty bomb is. I think it's just <laughs> you're just talking out of your ass. <laughs> it's just when a terrorist has a bomb, they call it a dirty bomb. I don't think they're so. like, oh, they're gonna get a dirty bomb and they're gonna blow it up in a major city. It's what like... I picture a dirty bomb is is that bomb that uh, Tom Hanks makes and and. Uh... Oh no, it's sticky bomb. And and, and, and fucking and saving private Ryan. And they make a sticky oh, yeah. bomb out of a sock and throw it on the tank. Yeah, and it's like they've just been obsessing over this dirty bomb and it's like it's it's not working. You guys are oh, not yeah. great. I remember some early I mean, I was in college right after nine eleven and I was like I just remember it all that shit happening, like the Pat- Patriot Act, all that shit. And then uh, you know, whatever. So I just remember a dirty bomb talk. And all that shit, now, but I don't know what it is because I paid zero attention to it. I don't know what it is, but I think they've been focusing on that yeah. way too much. Yeah, a lot of dirty bomb talk, shoe bombs, stuff like that. Anyway, uh, we went long, one fifteen, but it was a good, good to get back in the game. It felt good to be Feels back. Nice. Pats minus five this week. Ooh, I love them. I love the Pats this week. I also love the Pats last week at minus three. But this is on the road. Max Jones's first game on the road against another rookie in New York. Uh, you know, it'll be exciting. I think if the Pats go zero and two, they're in trouble because then they got Saints, Bucks. They could easily go zero and four, real quick. You know what I mean? But I yeah. like I like the Pats to beat the Jets. This is a this is a big game. It is. It's bigger than people then think. You're gonna start and hearing Mac Jones pressure talk. Like, is there pressure and, for him yeah. to? Well, what is he? Like, what I look. I what I'm looking for out of him is I got to see that clutch gene. He I got to see the clutch gene. gene. <laughs> you can't be my quarterback if you don't get the clutch gene. I need the clutch gene. I'd like to see him come from behind. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see. I don't want him to I come actually, from behind against the Jets. I'd like him to beat the Jets. The Dolphins' defense is much better than the Jets' defense. I want him to see what they did last week. Just run the ball a run ton. And, play and, action t- and, and pick your spots and fire it. Yeah. So I like Patriots this week, and I like them big, baby. I like them 34-14. 34-14. I think that a lot of stuff gets cleaned up. Sacks are going to be up. Mekhi Becton is out. If that's how you say his name. Their best offensive lineman. Their offensive line looked like garbage last week. Oh. So I, I expect Josh Uche and Udon, Jude, Udon, Judon to eat this week. Uh, and then, you know, I think if I'm going to make a prediction, I'm going to say John U. Smith, two TDs. I have a 29 to 12. And uh, last thing I'll give out is 100 catches on the year for Jacoby Myers. Oh, yeah. How many did he have last game? Eight. Five or six. Oh, and KP texted me in. He said, 35-17, Pats, two touchdowns for Henry. Ooh. So he's, he's going on the other side. I, Henry seems to be a little bit of an afterthought, but he's a stud. So anyway, uh, Saga Sachem started out 0-1, lost to the far superior Linfield, apparently. Oh, there was a big scuttlebutt. A, t- a, town, for th- a town with 30 ki- kids in it beating us now. It's a shame. It's really falling. It's really falling downhill since my days of going one and ten. Anyway, let's go, Pats. You got anything? That's it. All right, I love it. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Boys.
seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh -huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to the Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.